So hello and welcome to the Malaysian Airline Flight MH370 Part 3. Today I'll be moving very fast straight to the case. So there are a lot of conspiracy theories attached to it which I'm not going to be going in details with. The conspiracy theories uh, analyzed is like something like the plane was hijacked physically or electronically. The plane can be hijacked by North Korea. Many people say that maybe a lot of reports say that maybe the plane can go into a mirror world, a parallel universe or a black hole. And there are certain cases that maybe the plane can just be uh, crashing into the sea or maybe going into the different universe. So there are tons of conspiracy theories uh, which are related to it. The most famous one uh, which I have heard is that the flight pilot wanted to kill himself so he wanted to suicide so he basically made all the passengers die with him. It depends on the people if they want to believe it or not because nothing is proved. These are only the theories which are related. So. I'll be reading some speculated causes of disappearance with it. So the main article was by the Malaysian Airline Flight 370 Disappearance Theories. Passengers Involvement So two men boarded flight 370 with stolen passport, which raised suspicion in the immediate aftermath of its disappearance. So the passports, one Austrian and one Italian, had been reported stolen in Thailand with the preceding two years. Interpol stated that the passports were listed on stolen and lost travel documents database and that no check had been made against the database since the passports were first reported as stolen. Malaysian's Home Minister Ahmad Zahid Hamidi criticized his country's immigration officials for failing to stop the passengers traveling with the stolen European passport. The two one-way ticket purchased for the holders of these passports were booked through China's Southern Airline. It was reported that an Iranian had ordered the cheapest ticket to Europe via telephone in Bangkok, Thailand and paid by cash. The two passengers were later identified as Iranian men, one aged 19 and the other 29, who had entered Malaysia on 20th February using valid Iranian passport. The two men were believed to be asylum seekers. The Secretary General of Interpol stated that the organization was inclined to conclude that it was not a terrorist incident. Then there were others who said that it was a crew involvement. So the US officials believe the most likely explanation to be that someone in the cockpit of Flight 370 reprogrammed the aircraft's autopilot to travel south across the Indian Ocean. Police searched the homes of the pilots and seized financial records for all 12 crew members, including bank statements, credit card bills, and mortgage documents. On the 2nd of April 2014, Malaysian's Police Inspector General said that more than 170 interviews had been conducted as part of Malaysian's criminal investigation, including interviews with family members of the pilots and crews. So, according to the media reports, claimed that Malaysian police had identified Captain Zahari as the prime suspect. 
If human intervention were eventually proven to be the cause of Flight 370's disappearance, the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation reconstructed the deleted data from Captain Zahari's home flight stimulator. But a Malaysian government spokesman indicated that nothing sinister had been found on it. The preliminary report issued by Malaysia in March 2015 stated that there was no evidence of recent or eminent significant financial transactions carried out by any of the pilots or crews, and that analysis of the behavior of the pilots on CCTV showed no significant behavioral changes. Flight 370 was carrying 10,806 kg of cargo, of which four ULZs of mango steens and 221 kg of lithium-ion batteries are of interest, according to Malaysian investigators. So the aftermath have been the criticism of the Malaysia authorities' management of information, the public communication from Malaysian officials regarding the loss of the flight was initially beset with confusion. The Malaysian government and the airline released imprecise, incomplete and sometimes inaccurate information with civilian officials sometimes contradicting military leaders. Malaysian officials were criticized for such persistent release of contradictory information, most notably regarding the last location and time of contact with the aircraft. Criticism was also leveled at the delay of the search efforts. On 11th of March 2014, three days after the aircraft disappearance, British satellites company in Marsat had provided officials with data suggesting that the aircraft was nowhere near the areas in the Gulf of China and the South China Sea. A month after the disappearance, Malaysian Airlines Chief Executive Ahmad Johari Yahya acknowledged that the ticket sales had declined but failed to provide specific details. This may have partially resulted from the suspension of the airline's advertising campaigns following the disappearance. Malaysia Airlines retired the Flight 370 flight number and replaced it with Flight 318 beginning 14th March. This follows a common practice among airlines to rename flights following notorious accident. The Flight Malaysia Airlines second daily flight to Beijing was later suspended beginning on 2nd May. According to Insider, this was due to lack of demand. At the time of Flight 370's disappearance, Malaysia Airlines was struggling to cut costs to compete with a wave of new low-cost carriers in the region. Compensation for passengers next of kin, lack of evidence in determining the cause of Flight 370's disappearance, as well as the absence of any physical confirmation that the aeroplane crashed, raised many issues regarding responsibility for the accidents and the payments made by the insurance agencies. Soon after the disappearance of Flight 370, Malaysian Airlines offered ex-Gratia condolence payments to families of the passengers in China. The families were offered 31,000 Malaysian rupees comfort money. So, Air Force exports raised question and the Malaysian opposition reveled criticisms about the state of Malaysian Air Force. On 8 March 2026, years after the disappearance, two memorial events of the anniversaries were held. There have been a lot of criticism, boycotts, memorial, 
incidents which took place for the flight MH370. The podcast Stuff You Should Know released a two-part episode discussing the case titled The Disappearance of Flight MH370 on 7th and 9th January 2020. Black Box Down, a podcast detailing aviation accidents, also had an episode covering the incident released on 18 June 2020. The first work of fiction about the incident was MH370, a novella by New Zealand author Scott Marker. Thank you so much for a deep dive into this case. I would end my podcast in here. I hope you like the deep insight of this whole case, theories and aftermaths related to it, all of the information. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will meet you next time. Have a good day.